You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, greetings. You are all welcome again to this broadcast, uh, Taking Territories. It's amazing how the year has gone. And uh, if there's one thing we can say is that God is good, you know. Yeah, God has been good. It's been a rough year. I was telling someone uh, yesterday, I said this year is the longest year and the shortest year altogether. Long and short combined together. And now we're at the end of the year, last month of the year. And uh, we just want to say thank God, thank God for his goodness, his faithfulness, and I'm sure you have cause to be grateful to him. Uh, today I want to share with you on what I call, I title this, God is good. Alright? <laughs> so say it with me, God is good. Yes, it is his nature, he is good. And uh, I want you to know that even as you relate with God, it's important to do it with that understanding. Okay, you, you, you need to use his goodness like uh, as a backdrop, you know, and, and how you relate with him. So that no matter what you see, what let it be that you are seeing through his goodness. All right, let's look at the scriptures. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 107, um, verse 1, it says, All give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. So we are so grateful. Why should we give thanks? Because he is good. Goodness is part of his nature. All right. He is, he is perfectly good. He's perfectly good, and everything he does is good. Everything he does is good. And uh, I was checking, I was checking the Hebrew and the Greek for the words good. And uh, in, the, in the Hebrew, the word good, it's a noun. In the noun form, uh, the word tob, you know, it, it's, it means good. It means prosperity. It means good things. All right. And in the adjective, when you use the same word in the adjective, it means beauty. And it means goodness and moral uprightness. Okay. So, but then in the, in the Greek, agathos, that's where we get the, the name agatha from. All right. It means good. It means kind. Uh, it means right. And uh, in, 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 in the adjective, we, it, it means good, better, uh, right. What's good? And beautiful. All right. So when the Bible says God is good, we can say God is, uh, you know, He is beautiful. <laughs> you know, we can talk about His goodness. We can talk about His moral uprightness and so on. So God is morally right. He's, because good is connected with um, moral rightness, it's connected with righteousness as well. All of these, these are great qualities that you can attribute to God. God is good. All right? Even when you are going through the hardships of life, 
when we are going through the challenges of life, never forget the goodness of God. Never forget the goodness of God. The mistake many times we make is that we, um, we, we confuse everything that we experience in life to be the work of God. No, not everything is the work of God. All right? Yes. Uh, you, you know, the insurance people, for instance, if there is an earthquake and, and, um, and there is some destruction and so on, they call it the act of God. Uh, biblically, it doesn't necessarily mean it is the act of God. I'm telling you, yes. Uh, so, God is good, but God is not the only person at work on the earth. God is at work on the earth, but I want you to know that the enemy is also at work on the earth. Because from the time of Adam, uh, when he ate the fruit and, and, uh, that God told him not to eat in the, the, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, after eating that, we know that another, um, another personality was introduced into the earth as a ruler, and that's Satan himself, the God of this world. So being the God of this world, he also has things he is doing. But Jesus made it very clear to us in, in, in John chapter 10 verse 10, where he says, The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life, and that you may have it more abundantly. Okay, So Jesus came to bring life. The thief, which is Satan, is the one that does the killing, the stealing, the destruction. So many people make the mistake of attributing everything that they see to God. There are times God is at work, and, and, and there are times God permits things. You know, He permits things, but I want you to know that Satan is also at work. All right? So God is at work, Satan is at work. And. Uh, you choose who to work with, who to cooperate with. I would rather cooperate with a good God. Um, I remember when, uh, when, David, when David sinned in, 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 in numbering the, the armies of Israel and God came, sent a prophet to give him options, gave him uh, three options and David decided to choose to fall into the hands of God rather than into the hands of his enemies. Why? Because he understood the goodness of God. That even though uh, he's going to suffer some consequences, he would rather face um, uh, the punishment uh, with, the, with, with, with the goodness of God in, in the equation, you see. So, um, uh, it is important for us to understand that God is good. And uh, I tell you something that it's because of his goodness that you are alive today. It's because of his goodness that um, many things are happening in your life. You know, he's been good to all. I want to share with you a few scriptures uh, about the goodness of God. All right, about the goodness of God. And many times we say, well, God is good all the time. But many people have not taken time to look into the scriptures about this quality of God's goodness. Right? Uh, James chapter 1. Let me look at, let's look at James chapter 1 and uh, verse 17. 
In James chapter 1 verse 17, it says that every good and perfect gift is from above. Ah, huh? yes, it's from above. Every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness. There's no variation with God. Hallelujah. No variation. Yes, no shadow of turning. God will never change his mind. Um, about being good. In fact, he can't change because that's his nature. He's intrinsically good. So everything he does is good. He's good. Everything God does is good. Okay? So even when he's exercising his justice, his justice is carried out in his goodness. <laughs> So uh, many times we, use, we, 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 we try to put God in a box of our imagination on our, our understanding. But God is greater than your understanding. I want you to know that. All right. So God is good and his mercies endure forever. Right. Every good and perfect gift is from God. So his goodness does not only come directly from him. His goodness, yes, he can do good directly to you, but he can also uh, mete out his goodness through people. He can mete out his goodness through creation. Remember in Genesis chapter 1, you know, after he, as, as he was creating, he would look and says, the Bible says, and he saw that what he made was good. Right. Of course, what do you expect? Good will come out of good. So, Everything that came out of him is good because he is a good God. All right? So even when you interact with creation, you experience the goodness of God. So in other words, when the sun is shining, when you look out, when you step out and you see the sun shining, that's an expression of the goodness of God. It's an expression of the goodness of God. If the sun is not there, imagine what it would be. There would be no life at all. The sun shining, you know, uh, it's because of the sun that we have photosynthesis. It's because of photosynthesis that we can eat, you know, and, and so on. We can get vitamin D and all of that from the sun. So the sun shining is a, an expression. It's a demonstration of the goodness of God. All right. Even the air you breathe is the goodness of God. <laughs> It's the goodness of God. So God is good. God is good and he is good at all times. He never stops being good. So your situation does not change the goodness of God. Your situation does not change the goodness of God. Your situation could just mean that the enemy is at work. But God is good all the same. <laughs> all right. Yes. So, uh, let me give you some aspects of the goodness of God. Uh, God is good in his plans. He's good in his plans for you. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, to bring you to an expected end. So I know the thoughts that I have towards you. God knows. He thought about you. He thought about you. And all his thoughts about you are good. All his thoughts about you are good. 
There are, th- there are times that your own thoughts about yourself are not good. All right? But all of God's thoughts about you are good. Isn't that wonderful? So it, it's important for you to understand the goodness of God when you, as you relate with him. Don't relate with God as if God is one wicked God who is, who is, uh, who is uh, looking for opportunities to, you know, to punish you and all of that. No, no, no. He is looking for opportunities to bless you. He's looking for opportunities to, to do good things in your life because all his plans for you are plans of good and and not of evil. Hallelujah. So I want you to have faith in his plans for you. So as you meditate on the goodness of God, it's important that you develop faith in his goodness. Develop faith in the goodness of God. And when you do that, also think about the plans that he has for you. He has great plans for you. All right? Your future is better than your present. Your future is better than your past. Why? Because God has plans for you. Good plans. Good. All right. So, God is good. And you want, you want to also understand that not only is He good in His plans for you, God is also good towards everyone. He's good towards everyone. Imagine this. Let's look at a scripture in Psalm 145. And uh, I want to read that scripture. You know, the Bible says there that um, he is good towards all. Psalm 145 and verse 9 says, The Lord is good to all. So even, even to bad people, God is good. All right? He's good toward all. So in other words, there's nobody that can say that he has not experienced the goodness of God. Life might have been harsh. Life might have been hard. Life might have been mean to you. But it doesn't mean that God is mean to you. Alright? The meanness of life is not from God. The meanness of life is from the enemy. It's the workings of the enemy that make life mean. Alright? So, bear that in mind. Don't be confused about that. Because sometimes we go through certain things and say, God, why did you do this to me? No. You, that's, you're accusing God. You're accusing God of something that is contrary to his nature. He didn't do it to you. Alright? So, you need to understand that. Why? He is good. He says, the Lord is good and, you know, to, he's good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. Can you see that? All his works. He's good to all and his tender mercies are towards all his works. There's nobody that has not experienced the tender mercies of God and the goodness of God. And then he says, all your works shall praise you, O Lord. And your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. Hallelujah. You can go keep reading on and on and on. There are so many uh, testimonies and examples 
of the goodness of God in the scriptures. And so I want us to, to, to begin to cultivate that mindset and develop our faith in the goodness of God. Have the goodness of God as a, as a, as a backdrop, you know. Or if you like, say, if, have the goodness of God as a spectacle, you know, as glasses that you see through. So you interpret life, look at life through the spectacles of his goodness. And it's going to make a big difference in how you interpret life. All right? It's going to make a big difference. Sometimes the enemy confuses us into thinking. Into thinking that um, what he does to us is, uh, is uh, engineered by God. No. No. God is not like that. God will never do something that is contrary to his nature. He is good. That's what the Bible says. All right. So if every good and perfect gift is from him, that means when you have something good, you can look back and say, oh my, God has been good to me. God did this to me. God did that to me. God gave me this blessing. God gave me this. God gave me this spouse. God gave me this relationship. God gave me this opportunity. You see, it goes on and on and on. God uh, takes the credit for most of the things that you are experiencing without you knowing. Yeah, without you knowing. And so that's why it's important for us to, um, to have faith in the goodness of God. Have faith in the goodness of God. Why? Because God is good. God is good. You know what? Jesus made a statement in Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 7. In fact, let's read it. In Matthew chapter 7 where he says, he was talking about prayer. Okay, they're talking about prayer there in verse 7 where he says, Ask and it, and, and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. And he says, For everyone who asks, he receives, and he who seeks finds, he who knocks, it will be opened. Right? And then, let me, if, 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 if we skip down, if we skip down, he says, uh, Okay, verse 9, he says, Or what man is there among you? Who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone. Have you ever seen a man like that? That his son asks him for bread. And he says, oh, okay, son. You want bread? Okay, wait, wait, wait for me. And then he goes get a stone and gives the child. And says, take, the, this is bread, eat it. No, no human being does that. All right? So, Jesus is saying that, that, uh, He's, he's likening, he's helping us to understand the goodness of our Father. All right? Because God is good. Uh, or if, if, the, if anyone, like say, if his, his son asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Then verse 11 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly Father Huh? Your father who is in heaven, he will give good gift, give, give good things to those who ask him. That is his nature. He's benevolent by nature. He can't help being good. That's who he is. 
That's who he is. So God is good. He's good. Your father is a good God. And there's a song we used to sing. He's a good, good father. That's who he is. He's perfect in all his ways. Yes. He's a good, good father. That's who he is. He's good. He's good. So he's good and he will not stop being good when it comes to you. He's been good for eternity past. He will never change from being good. You won't, you won't wake up one day and say, oh, God has changed now. And uh, he's just exhausted of being good. No, he's, that's how he is. He is good. And his goodness is toward all. He, he is good to all. He's good to all of us. All right. So there is the goodness of God that is meted out to all. But then there's what else I want to bring to your attention. He is good to all. And he is also uh, good in all situations. He, his goodness, he can manifest his goodness in every situation. Look at um, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And I want you to just take time to celebrate the goodness of God. Yeah, celebrate the goodness of God in Romans chapter 8, and I'll read um, verse, verse 28. He says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. We know that all things work together for good. Alright? You see? So in every situation can work out. Every situation can work out for good. How is that so? If you back up a little bit to verse 26, it says, Likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for the saints. Huh? He makes intercessions with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And then after that, he now says, and we know that all things work together for good. All right, so in every situation, if you will just go before the Father and by the help of the Holy Spirit, pray. And say, Holy Spirit, help me to pray according to the will of God. Even concerning this matter. And you pray like that. You begin to pray, and you begin to pray. You pray in the spirit. Libra de ketos You pray by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps you. He helps you to pray. So that even that situation is now the goodness of God begins to take over that situation. And he now turns that thing around 
That thing that was meant for your destruction, that thing that was meant for evil, is all of a sudden turned around and it now works to your advantage. That's to tell you how good God is. He will take the mess. He will take the mess and turn it around to bring about a powerful, transformative message and blessing. You know, and, and, and so that thing that the enemy planned for evil. And so that's why it's important to have faith in God's goodness. Why? Because when you're going through things that you feel, no, this thing is not, is not supposed to be, or this, you know, uh, this situation is terrible, don't lose faith. Don't lose your faith in God's goodness. It's a terrible situation, but you now have prayer. You have the Holy Spirit to help you to take that terrible situation and you know align it to God's goodness align it to God's good nature through prayer praying by the spirit the holy spirit now helps you takes that thing and then turns it around and then the God's goodness comes out of it out of what was meant for your destruction you now experience the goodness of God. Out of what was meant, you know, to, to bring you down, you experience the goodness of God. And then at the end of the day, it brings glory to God. It brings glory to God. It brings praise to God. And obviously shame to the enemy. The author of the, of the pain. The author of the strategy that was plotted for your demise. That was plotted to bring you down. That was plotted to assassinate your character. That was plotted, you know, to cage you in. The same as you yield yourself to prayer. The spirit of God. The spirit of prayer. He now begins to take everything. And align it to God's goodness. The good nature of God. So the answer to that prayer. Now comes in the form of goodness. And so that's why when the enemy makes out evil, you take that evil, bring it to the place of prayer by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit now takes it and, you know, use it, enables you to pray. And then by the end of it, goodness, <laughs> the goodness of God. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, that's wonderful. I love the goodness of God. Whenever I think about the goodness of God, whenever I look at life, you know, and I've had a few scars, I've had a few challenges here and there. When I look at them and I think about them, I just thank God for His goodness. He has been consistently good. I'm telling you, God has been consistently good, and His goodness, His goodness is towards all. He's been good to us, He's been good to you. All right, not only is he good in all situations, not only is he good uh, in his plans, he's good in his nature, all right? He's good in his nature. God is good at all times. But I want you to also know, let's look at a scripture. There's a scripture in the book of Exodus, all right? Exodus 33. Moses 
I mean, he had an amazing relationship with God, right? And uh, so there was a time that Moses now decided to say, Lord, if I found grace in your sight, he said, show me your glory. Show me your glory. And uh, let's look at how God answers Moses, right? Let's look at how God answers Moses in Exodus chapter 33. Exodus 33, and, uh, and uh, in Exodus 33, God spoke to Moses, and Moses, uh, he, <laughs> he got a, a lot of insight. I get insight from this, all right? The Lord, verse 14, uh, verse 17, sorry. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight. Okay, you have found grace in my sight. He says, uh, for I have known you by name. And he said, please show me your glory. Then he said, verse 19, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Now look at that. Moses asked to see the glory of God. He asked to see the glory of God, okay? Now God is answering his prayer. He says, okay, fine. You're not going to see my face, all right? Um, you're not going to see my face, but I am going to, uh, he says, I'm going to cause my goodness to pass before you. So in other words, what makes God to be God is his goodness. It's part of, part of what makes God God is his goodness. So Moses, what you have asked for is, is, is an incredible request. All right. And because Jesus has not yet come. You can't really see. Yeah. You can't really see my face the way you want to see it. Yeah. So the Bible makes it very clear to us that, I mean, oh, yeah, Moses spoke to God face to face as a man would speak to a friend, but God always used to put a cloud over him, his face. So Moses couldn't really see like you're seeing my face. He couldn't really see the skin of God. He couldn't really see. And so Moses got tired of seeing this cloud. And he says, I, I want to see your glory. You know, I want to see beyond that cloud. All right. And uh, so God is answering that. And he says, I will make all my goodness pass before you. So I want you to see the link between the goodness of God. And the glory of God. And the face of God. So in other words, when you see the face of God, you've seen the goodness of God. And that's why in those days, the, the, um, the Lord asked the priests in Numbers, um, in Numbers uh, uh, the, the priestly blessing in Numbers, you know, he says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. Alright. Uh, and, and, 
the Lord give you peace. Now, his face shining upon you, it's talking about his goodness, his countenance, lifting up his countenance upon you. It's his goodness that is, is pouring on you. So when God looks on you, he is, his goodness flows just from his face. Isn't that amazing? So God is telling Moses, you know, I'm going to let my goodness all of my goodness will pass before you. All of it. You will see it all. All of my goodness. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. And then I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I'll be gracious. Uh, I will be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I'll have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. For no man shall see me and live. And uh, we know that, that he says this because Jesus had not yet come. Alright. But I'm telling you that God is good. He is intrinsically good. And everything he does is good. And perfect. Alright. The Bible says that uh, the Lord is a son and shield. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold. Why? Because it's his nature. It's his nature to be good. God is good. The devil is bad. But God is good. God is good. He's consistently good. And I want you to know that if you will, if you will take time, if you will take time and then begin to appreciate the goodness of God, even in the midst of life's challenges, you know that those challenges are not coming from God. Yes, they are on the earth because of sin, because Satan is at work. All right. Now, it doesn't mean that God has lost control. It doesn't mean that God has lost the plot. No. He is consistently good. Nothing can stop him from being good. Nothing can stop him from being good. Nothing can stop him from being good in your life. God is good. Yeah. He causes this, the sun to shine on the, on the just and the wicked. He's good. He's good. So, God is good. Yeah. And he says to Moses, I will cause my goodness to pass before you. And I've been wondering, how did his goodness pass? How, what, if Moses, what does is, what is the goodness of God look like? He said, I will cause my goodness to pass before you. And uh, it, is, it, is, it is agreed that it was at this time, it was during this experience, that Moses saw Genesis. He saw the beginning. So the back of God. From the back of God. As God passed. He saw the goodness of God. From creation. When he says. God made this. And he says it is good. He made this. It is good. He made this. It is good. He saw the goodness of God. Goodness of God passed before him. So are you going to see the goodness of God. In your life. Are you. Or are you blinded? Have you been blinded by the circumstances? 
by the challenges you face? Have you been blinded by, by the enemy? Have you been blinded by, by your situation? Maybe you are in pain. Have you, have you allowed the pain to blind you? Or are you in lack? Have you allowed the lack to blind you to the goodness of God? Please don't allow it because that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants your situation to blind you to the goodness of God. But don't allow that to happen. Use the spectacles of God's goodness to interpret life. Look life through the goodness of God. You look life through the goodness of God, I'm telling you. That would help you tremendously to help you through uncertainties. It will help you to, to navigate the, the, the storms of life. It will help you to navigate the, 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 the times that you are not able to explain. There are things you cannot explain. There are times like life doesn't make sense. And that's why some people end their lives because it does not make sense anymore. But let me tell you, God is good. The fact that you are alive means God is good. The fact that you are able to stand means God is good. Alright? So his goodness is amazing. It's worth worship. Let just the thought of his goodness inspire worship from you. Let the thought of his goodness inspire praise. Alright? When you think about his goodness. Oh my God. You know? That... that um, um, uh, Jeremiah in Lamentation says that but for his mercies it's because of his mercies that we are not consumed he says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end he says they are new every morning great is his faithfulness and the psalmist says that he daily loads us with his benefits he daily loads us with his benefits. Now, listen to me. If, if every day God loads, packages benefits for your life on a daily basis, the, the fact that you don't experience it the way you think or the way you expect does not mean it's not there. But God has an allocation. He has an allocation of goodness in the form of many benefits that he, he allocates to you on a daily basis. That's what a good God is. That's the God we serve. It's a God we serve. But we know also, we are not, we are not deceived, we are not fooled into thinking that God is the only one on the scene. There is also an enemy who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So when I see something that is contrary to the goodness of God, then I know there is another party at work. And so I go to the place of prayer. You now begin to pray against and take authority against the, the works of the enemy. You need to command Satan to desist from his maneuvers in your life. You know, to put a stop to the operations of the enemy and let the goodness of God continue to manifest in your life. So what am I saying? 
God is good. He'll never stop being good. All right? Even when you see things that appear contrary to his goodness, I'm telling you, God is good. Some people say, oh, well, if God is good, why, how come there's so much evil in the world? You need to understand that God in his goodness allows us, you know, to make choices, to make decisions. A lot of the evil that we see are a result of man's choices. They're not a result of God's choice or plan. God didn't plan it. But God planned. His plans for us are plans of good and not of evil. All right? So we'll stop there. And I just want you to just take a moment to appreciate the goodness of God. Why don't you just thank him? Say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for being good to me. I thank you for your goodness. You know, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Yes, that is true. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness is part of what God has destined for you. Why? He is good. His plans are good. His thoughts are good. You know, he turns even those sour experiences into good. So, yield to him. Just pray this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I open myself to your goodness. Give me the wisdom. Help me to interpret life from the perspective of your goodness. Help me not to be distracted by whatever the enemy is doing. Give me the wisdom. Give me the discernment, the ability to discern what you're doing from what the enemy is doing. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you're watching this broadcast and you've not given your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. I want to lead you in a prayer. And as you pray this prayer, I want you to trust God. All right? So say this after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I open my heart and I say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new person. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for this person who has just prayed this prayer. Lord God, I ask for the reality of the new creation to dawn upon them. Let your kingdom come in their lives. Break the power of the enemy. Break the power of sin. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. I give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Alright. Come on. Share this message with people. And I invite you to follow us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on, on um, Instagram. We are there. Please reach out to us. If you have any question. You want to talk to us. Um, the, 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 the contact details are on the screen. Just reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Okay? God bless you. Real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.